Welcome to the Panine Halacha podcast. Festivals, Chapter 13, Shavuos, Section 13, Decorating the Synagogue. Many decorate the synagogue with pretty, fragrant branches and plants in honor of the Torah that was given on Shavuos. Since Torah adds life, it is customary to decorate the synagogue with plants or branches which symbolize life. This custom also reminds us that at the time of the giving of the Torah, Mount Sinai was covered by plants to honor the Torah. This this explanation can be found in the Lavush. Some use fragrant branches in order to increase joy and pleasure and to represent the exquisite spirituality of the Torah, like that quote from the Talmud in Mesech Shabbos. With every statement that issued forth from God's mouth, the entire world filled with fragrance. Some use tree branches because God passes judgment on fruit trees on Shavuos. By seeing branches in the synagogue, people will remember this and will remember to pray for the trees. This explanation can be found in the Magin of Ram. However, branches from fruit trees should not be used, as they should not be broken off without a good reason. This custom began in Germany around 600 years ago. Indeed, it is cited by the Ramah in the Shulchan Aruch. From there, it spread to most Jewish communities, both Ashkenazic and Sephardic. However, the Vilna Gon opposed the custom because he felt that it was similar to Gentile practices. Christians decorated their homes with branches before their holiday, namely Pentecost, and the Torah commands us not to imitate their practices. Nor shall you follow in their laws, we read in Vayikra Yudches. Some rule in accordance with the Vilnagon and prohibit following this custom. Nevertheless, most poskim maintain that there is no problem with this custom. In their view, the prohibition of copying Gentile practices applies only when those practices are immodest in some way, or when those practices are meaningless and pointless, such that it truly appears like we are simply mirroring a Gentile practice. However, in this case, there are good reasons for bringing plants into the synagogue to decorate on the holidays, and thus there is no concern that it looks like we're copying or following non-Jewish ways. Accordingly, most Jewish communities do decorate the synagogue with pretty, fragrant branches and plants. Some decorate their homes as well with branches and flowers. See the Ramah in the Shulchan Aruch. Since the branches are for decoration, they are not considered muksa. However, if Shavuos is on a Sunday, the branches should not be set out on Shabbos. Doing so would be preparing on Shabbos for Yom Tov, which is prohibited. To summarize, there is a custom to decorate the synagogue and even the home with plants in honor of Shavuos. Some make sure to include fragrant plants, and some make sure to include tree branches. One, however, should not use fruit tree branches. The custom began about 600 years ago in Germany, and has since spread widely. The Vilna Gon was opposed to this custom because it mirrors a Christian practice and we are prohibited by the Torah to copy non-Jewish practices.
Most poskim, however, believe that the Torah prohibits only non-Jewish customs which are immodest or inexplicable. In the view of these poskim, a righteous and reasonable custom like this one is not covered by that prohibition. One should not decorate the synagogue on Shabbos for an upcoming Shavuos holiday, as that would be preparing on Shabbos for something after Shabbos. Three interesting points from the footnotes. One about how customs change over time, one about fruit tree environmentalism, and one about the connection between this Shavuos custom and, of all things, Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaShoah. First, early forms of this custom included covering the synagogue floors with grass. Why don't we do that anymore? Apparently, this practice existed in an age when dirt floors were far more common. Today, with proper flooring, spreading grass looks and feels messy instead of decorative. That this part of the custom died out is a great example of how a custom can somewhat change as a community's technology and aesthetics develop. Second, what's wrong with using branches from a fruit tree? The Torah has a prohibition on cutting down fruit trees, and some interpreters are of the view that this includes cutting down even the branches of a fruit tree. In deference to this view, Rav Svi Pesach Frank ruled in the 20th century that one can only cut down fruit tree branches if it's for a mitzvah purpose. The question that leaves us with is, does Shavuos decoration qualify as a mitzvah purpose? The Penine Halacha here rules that it is a minhag purpose, that is, it fulfills a custom, but that it is not a mitzvah purpose, it does not fulfill a commandment. And, therefore, one cannot use fruit tree branches for their Shavuos decoration. In other words, the value of protecting fruit trees outweighs the value of synagogue decoration. Finally, this debate over Shavuos decorations comes up in an unexpected place. Standing in silence for the sirens on Yom HaZikaron and Yom HaShoah. The use of sirens and of moments of silence are not traditional Jewish modes of mourning. They appear to be borrowed from the Gentiles. As such, the Vilna Gon would presumably forbid one from standing for a siren on these Israeli holidays. However, since there is nothing immodest or unreasonable about this Gentile practice, most poskim permitted. Indeed, the fact that the vast majority of synagogues decorate with greenery on Shavuos is evidence that the halacha does not follow the Vilna Gaon, and that we are permitted to stand in silence during these sirens. The Panine Halacha podcast provides English audio of Panine Halacha, an exceptional work of halacha by Rav Eliezer Melamed Shlita. The English translation was overseen by Ellie Fisher and Corin Publishers. These texts are available for free online, and beautiful printed volumes are available for purchase. The summaries and reflections are from me, Ben Greenfield, Rabbi of the Greenpoint Shul in New York City. 
I occasionally make subtle changes to the original translation, often for clarity, sometimes by mistake.